You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. after me i believe the word of god as the full expression of the godhead whatever god is that is his word for he has magnified his word above his name i believe god transforms his word transforms me i believe god is healing his word heals me i believe god is provision his word provides for me. I believe God is protection. His word protects me. Whatever I believe God is, I believe his word shall perform in my life today. I can never be the same ever again. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We give glory to Jesus. We give glory to Jesus. I am starting a new series today. Honor. 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 Ha ha. Let's look at the root word. The etymology of the word. The etymology of the word. The etymology of the word. Honor. I searched for the etymology of the word honor in both the Greek and the Hebrew. Those are the two main languages the Bible was written. The Old Testament was written in Hebrew and the, the, the New Testament was written in Greek and some parts in Aramaic, especially parts of the Gospels. Were written in Aramaic. So I searched through to find the root word, but the word honor is synonymous to the word glory in the Hebrew and the Greek. And glory in the Hebrew is kabod. Kabod, which means heavy weight. Yes, heavy weight. Heavy weight. You honor heavyweights. <laughs> honor only goes to heavyweights. Praise God. Alright? And in the Greek, is the same word in doxa. Glory. Yes, glory. Doxa. Doxa. So, the etymology of the word actually, honor, came from the Latin word honos. Honors, which means honor, dignity. It actually looks at the office you represent. You are honored because of your office, your status, your reputation. It also came from an old French word, honor, or honora, which also means glory, renown, fame earned. Fame that is earned. 
And if you come to the English, the word is splendor, beauty, excellence. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So wherever you see honor, these represent the word. Glory, renown, fame, and dignity. Definitely the person must be operating in a certain office for which they have a certain reputation. And because of that, they are giving honor. Praise God. Wherever you see honor, and I mean true honor, there are four elements that must also be seen. Love, value, faith, respect. Anybody you honor, you love. You value them. You have faith in them and you respect them. If you honor anyone without these elements, it is fake. It is not real. Wherever you see true honor, you would definitely see love first. Value. Faith. Respect. You respect the one you honor. You have faith in the one you honor. You place value on the one you honor and you love them. When the world honors, I will come to that later. The world honors because of obligation. But true honor, love is the root. The world can honor people just because of the position they occupy. And because they will get their pay at the end of the month. They will show false honor to get their pay. And they call it painful respect. (laughs) Because if they (laughs) if they decide to show dishonor in a way, they know what is going to happen. And so because of that, they will honor them Not because they love them. Not because they value them. Not because they have faith in them. Not because they respect them. But because of that obligation. But true honor is motivated by love. And because there's love, there's value. Faith. Respect. Are you here with me? Psalm 49 verse 20. Let's all read it together. David was talking about how the unbeliever looks so glorious and so honorable that sometimes when the believer does not have the things the unbeliever has, they feel less honorable. 
They feel so lonely. They feel they are hopeless. They feel they have lost their dignity. Because the world plays premium on things. And so some of you, your sins are forever forgiven. And you are righteous before God. That does not make you feel honorable. So you will give a testimony to warm a house rather than testify how your sins are forgiven. Because you have misplaced value. So David was so worried. And he said, you see them and they have everything but they are not honorable. And in the last verse, he says, a man who is in honor yet does not understand is like the beast that perish. May you never be like one. You are sitting right here in honor. And may you understand that you have honor. And you are not just honored by men, but God has honored you. Can you believe it that this God is so good, so kind, that he never left man in shame? That is why our mission statement is dignifying humanity. Because that is what Christ came to do. Christ did not leave you in the mess. And say, honor me. Because when a mess honors you, you are not honored. So he first honored you. So you can honor him. So when you honor him, then he is honorable. A man who is in honor, yet does not understand, is like a beast that perishes. May we never be like that. May we walk in that confidence that we are the ones that are honored by God. Can I show you some more? Give me the next one. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 7 to 8. Look at what it says. Let's all read it. Go. You have made him for a little while lower Instead has done. Wow. He's talking about you. All right. You have what? Crown him with what? So, how did God crown you? With what? Tell them I am glorious and I am honorable. Tell them like you mean it. And give a laugh like an honorable man will laugh. Oh, praise the Lord. And what did he do? Go. And what? So God set you and I over what? Did he give Adam dominion over everything? Amazing. And he says you have what? All things in subjection 
So God confirmed your supremacy over all creation. Oh, hallelujah. Next. Now, in putting all things in subjection to man, you see why when you speak, things happen? Because everything is under your control. Look at what happened. Look at what happened. But at present, we do not see all things subjected to him. What happened? When man sold his dignity to the devil, man lost the headship, the control, the dominion. Are you getting the point? And the enemy took over. But look at what happened. Next. Go. We do see who Jesus, who was made lower than for a, for a, by taking on the limitations of humanity, crowned with glory and honor because of his suffering of death, so that by the grace of God extended to sinners, he might experience death. Oh, tell them I've taken back my honor because of Christ Jesus. By the grace of God, I have my glory back. I have my honor back. Nobody can take it away from me. I am honored by God. Come on, give a shout of praise. Praise the Lord. John chapter 1 verse 11 to 13 tells us something. He said he came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. I was not born by blood. I was not born by my natural man. I was not born by my mother nor father. My lineage changed. Christ Jesus gave birth to me by the will of God and he endorsed me. It was not by accident. It was by the will of God. He came to his own, but his own rejected him. That's why Jesus told the parable of somebody who threw a party and invited some people, special people to come. He was talking about the house of Israel, but they rejected him. And then he went to the streets and called everybody else who he saw and said, listen to me, come to the party. I've been called to the party. I've been honored to be at the party. I'm his special invite to the party. Oh, come on now. Ashanti will say, Jack. Jack. Oh, come on, give a shout offering to Jesus. Hallelujah. I didn't go in search, he searched for me. I didn't find him. He found me. 
Amazing grace. Amazing grace. Amazing grace. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5 to 7. I'm deepening the understanding so that you know who you are. Praise the Lord. He made us alive with Christ Jesus. Even when we were dead in transgressions, it is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Do you know your seat mate? Hey! Do you know the one with whom you are seated? And do you know the position? That's why you control your earth. That's why everything is subjected to you. It is because you didn't know. You were operating below your power. Get ready. UDS may have to extend this place. Because great women are coming out. Great men are coming out. What's this? When grace finds you and you understand that grace and walk in it, the world can contain you. You think you have space. You don't have space. Space would have to give way. We are seated with him. In heavenly realms. In Christ Jesus. So who told you you are cursed? Because of your father's house. Where is that coming from? And then they have to pour a barrel of oil on your head. For you to come out of that curse. So Christ died in vain. I spoke your language. Look at what it brought you. Say, go. In order that, in the coming ages, he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to who? His kindness to who? In Christ Jesus. Even the president of Ghana will not sit down when they say his child is sick. They will fly him now with a private jet. To the best hospital in the world to make sure the child is alive. This God wants to show you incomparable riches of his grace. And he, it's expressed in his kindness towards you. How did he Jesus? How did he manifest that for you to know? He gave himself. 
How did he give himself? He gave himself in the crudest manner. Did he give you just temporarily? No. He gave you himself permanently, eternally, forever, and endorsed the deal. Nobody can counter this deal. It's a deal done forever. Oh, God. What love. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, praise the Lord. Let me show you the last so we can get into our main topic. He says, First Peter 2, 9, go. But you are what? Oh, please, say it like you mean it. Okay, you make it personal. You are what? Clap for Jesus. Anytime you see the word choose, it means that there were options. Anytime you hear the word choose, it means they were available, but you were chosen. You were chosen. How did God found me? Because if I look at me, I don't deserve anything. But he found me anyway, anyhow. A royal priesthood. Hey. So now, if there is no royalty in my father's lineage, my biological father's lineage, I have found royalty in the bloodline of Christ. I am a king and a priest at the same time. I reconcile two worlds and I speak the message of reconciliation because he has made me a minister of reconciliation. I offer sacrifices to God on behalf of other people. I am a king. I am a priest. By my decrees, other people have life. I am a king priest. Anybody that comes around you is advantage. <laughs> Jesus. A holy. So you have been made a citizen of a nation that can never be contaminated. So who told you that you made a mistake and it contaminated you? No, you are already among the citizens of a holy nation. They cannot be contained, uh, contaminated because their righteousness is not of themselves. Their righteousness is of him. You are a holy nation. He picked you and made you citizen of that nation. You look down on yourself and said, I'm nobody. Never speak like that again. You are the blessed of your generation. You are the blessed of that industry. You are the blessed of that family. 
Wherever you go, you bring your endorsement to bear by heaven. His own special people. Somebody says special. In other versions, he said peculiar. This is talking about somebody who buys a property. And when they bought the property, they actually make sure that they walled the property and wrote on the property, no encroachment. This is what he says. My special brand. That is what this word means. That is what he has made you. You are God's special person. And if the enemy tries... He will see the wrath of God. You are special. Say, I'm special. Now, watch this. You see all that he made you. Look at why he made you what he made you. Go. That you may what? Pro what? Pro the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Next. Who once were not a people, but now a people of God, who had not obtained mercy. So he made you all of this so you can give him honor. You see, in the world, sometimes when you see an honorable person and you see their helper, you cry. But they don't know it doesn't bring them honor. But our God is the best representation of an honorable. You see what he made you and I. So that when we honor him, everybody will know that yes. This God is honorable. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That is why we don't have to take what he has made us for granted. Oh, come to me. Do you understand the point? And we must make sure we dignify what he has made us. Praise the Lord. Are you getting the point? All right. Watch this. Watch this. Look at this episode in Mark 6. Mark 6. Let's all read it together. Go. Jesus left there and came to his hometown. We'll go to where he left. Don't worry. We'll go back. Yeah, we'll go back. Yes. And his disciples followed him. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many who listened to him were astonished, saying, where did this man get these things, this knowledge and spiritual insight? Next. 
What is this wisdom? This confident understanding of the scripture that has been given to him and such miracles as these performed by his hands. Next. And Judas and Simon are his sisters not here with us. And they were deeply offended by him. And their disapproval blinded them to the fact that he was anointed by God as the Messiah. Hello. my word. Okay, so let's look at the effect of this. Go. Jesus said to them, mm -hmm, a prophet is without what? Respect. Except in his and among his relatives and in his own household. And he could not do a miracle there at all. And he healed them. Oh. Wow. God. Became incapacitated. Is it because he didn't have the ability? Is it because he's not willing? So what happened? They dishonored him. So he could not perform. They cut themselves off the grace. Is that not the carpenter? The guy who was walking here with his. You know what I mean. And was throwing saliva all around here. Ah, is that not a guy? Ah. A sister, Ajoko. The sister is Ajoko. And the brother. Ah. Is that not a guy? So, this guy, what has he got to offer? So, the grace was flowing. But the point is that they were not ready to receive the grace. Because of this. Is it not amazing that somebody can just walk into church and take so much away? And people can be in that same church for a long time and be cut off.
they were offended by him. When we say rabbis and men of God, who is this guy you are talking about? Oye, wait. They begin to read the story. I get the boy. And give your. Oh, come on. Let's talk about. <laughs> you see, we. He honored us to honor him. But when we dishonor him, we cut off our And the way he honors us, he's honored us. The point is that he has given us men that we must honor. And as we listen to what they tell us by his word, we honor him. So you see, when we dishonor them, we dishonor him. Watch what happened. This is what happened. Forget about this. He wondered at their own belief. And he was going around the villages teaching. And Jesus wondered, ah, my own people. Do you remember John? He came to his own, but he, his own did not. You can be with the best. And yet, get the worst. Do you know that we dishonor people God gives to us? Because we come too familiar. So, we read Mark chapter 6. We are going back to what happened before Jesus came to his hometown. So go to Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. Before Mark chapter 6. Look at what happened. Go. Jesus got into the boat again and went back to the other side of the lake where a large crowd gathered around him on the shore. Then a leader of the local synagogue whose name was Jairus arrived. When he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. Pleading This guy was a Gentile. The moment he saw Jesus, you see what he did? He fell. He honored the grace on the life of the man of God. Hey, are you here? Fervently. Value. Respect. Faith, you can see all of them there. Is that right? Next, watch. My little daughter is dying. He said, please come and lay your hands on her. Heal her so she can live. So she already, he already sees Jesus as the healing Jesus. You see, in his mind, it will be done. 
the moment Jesus comes on the scene, it shall be done. Jesus went with him. And all the people followed. Crowding around him. Hey, spectators. As for them, that's what they are saying. They say this man is early. We will see. So all of them, so most of them, they are just coming. And you know that most of us sometimes come to Jesus just as spectators. Do you know that some of you, your friend didn't come to church. You, you call them, are you going to church? They said no, so you didn't come. Really? Really? You know, sometimes I call people and are you coming? And the excuses they give me, I ask myself, do they really honor the grace of God? Because, you know, these days we have been made to believe we can buy God. Yes. We have been made to believe we can buy God. Oh, just come and sow a seed. So you see, most of the seeds we sow, we don't sow them in honor. No. There is no seed above the seed of honor. That you are given because you honor this. We, 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 you know, somebody, and they throw their money. You know, they throw it in. Some of us praise and worship God because we know, yami, mi, 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 soft point. <laughs> I know his soft point. Don't I praise him? Oh. You, you know, <laughs> Are you here with me this morning? Okay, let's look at what happened. How did the story change? A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors. And over the years, she had spent everything she had to pay them. For she had gotten no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus. What did she hear? She has heard that there is an anointed man of God. Wherever he went, he was doing good. Healing the sick. Raising the dead. Oh, praise the Lord. Let me tell you. These guys you call charlatans. Who have big churches. With all the money and everything. Do you know? They may not have anything. But because they trained a few people, indoctrinated them, and they just believed in them, 
And so when you are coming, you come with your belief. And so they trick a few and a lot. But because you are genuine and sincere in your heart, you get there, it is done. This woman heard about Jesus. So she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, this is crucial to me. What was going on in her mind, in her world, in her attitude, in her imagination. That is, that's where your mind is. If I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. She was healed before she touched him. If I can just touch his robe, I don't need to hold him. I don't need to get too close. I don't need to hug him. If I can but touch a little of his garment, the tip of it, I know I will be healed. Really. Immediately the bleeding stopped. And she could feel in her body that she had been healed of a terrible condition. Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out of him. So he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? He didn't say who touched me. Who touched my robe? Oh my Jesus. The disciples really asked a very legally intelligent question. Because I'm sure I would have asked the same. His disciples said to him, look. Look at this crowd. Pressing around you. How can you ask who touched me? are you saying? But Jesus knew that this touch was a different touch. It was a touch of honor. It was a touch of faith. It was a touch of value. It was a touch of respect. So everybody around was touching. But their mindset was different. But this woman came with a thought. If I could touch, I would be healed. I would be healed. She honored the grace upon the life. 
and she received from the grace. You cannot take and receive from the grace you despise. It's not possible. It's not possible. Watch this. As for the grace, it was flowing. It just needed anybody who was ready to tap into the grace. As for the grace, it was flowing. It was flowing. The grace was flowing. So all along they were pressing him and all of that. The grace was flowing, but they were not tapping. Listen to me very good. As I'm teaching, healing grace is flowing. Inside grace is flowing. Wisdom grace is flowing. But the one who just came to church, is, ah, I just came to see. Today, I don't feel I have anything to do. Let me just come. Yeah. Some also come because they come as a tradition. As a tradition. It's Sunday. I have to go to church. That's it. This lady came to honor the grace. And because of that, she made a demand on the grace. And the grace answered. But he kept on looking around to see who had done it. You see, then the frightened woman, because there were those who actually deserved it. But didn't come with that mentality. She was a Gentile. She knew she didn't even deserve to come close. So she was actually frightened. This thing. She was frightened. Trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of him, reverence, honor. And told him what she had done. And he said to her, look at what changed. Daughter. So straight away, there was the connection. Jesus himself realized that she has gone beyond. She has moved from the other side. Jesus called her daughter. Honor the grace. Straight away, Jesus struck the relationship. I am a father to you. Daughter. Your faith in me has made you whole. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. Praise.
Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the Word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.